All right, mic check, mic check. Morning Masters Podcast, your host made of course. Yo, um, another thinking out loud. I don't know what number this is, but before I start, I want to say thank you to all the supporters, all the listeners, all the people who share my podcast, who talk about it, whether it's word of mouth, who snap me about it, who um, try to buy merch from me, even though I don't, I don't typically sell merch. Um, just shout out to everybody who support the podcast and support the movement and support everything I'm doing and that give me the confidence to keep going and keep pushing because, um, you know, this is definitely not an easy thing to do. Podcasting is definitely not an easy thing to do. Um, so shout out to y'all, man. I, I can't do none of this stuff without y'all. So a lot of times when I win, I feel like we win. Anybody that support me, I feel like we win. And I celebrate all my small wins um, on a weekly basis. Every time I put a podcast out, I celebrate all the small wins and even the lessons I learned from the podcast through the comments, through the shares, whether it's a lot of shares, lack of shares, a lot of feedback, lack, lack of feedback, I take it all in stride and I, I look at it as just um, learning tools to to to, to move on and, and get better and better each week, um, week in, week out. So that being said, shout out to you guys, you know, and I typically do thinking out loud. I know that this has been something that people like because it's just me talking and uh, maybe you feel more close. Maybe you feel like you get to know me a little bit more. I'm doing something different right now, so I hope that the screen's not messing up, but I guess I'll see in due time. Maybe I can't see it. Maybe I can. <clears throat> so with that being, I mean, that's for the YouTube listeners, by the way. So that's for the YouTube listeners. But with that being said, um, shout out to uh, everybody supporting the podcast, all the listeners, all the supporters. Just shout out to y'all. I can't do nothing without y'all. So I always want to make sure I start off every thinking out loud with thinking, thinking, y'all. I said thinking, thinking, blah, blah, blah. I want to start off every thinking out loud with thinking you guys out loud. So definitely going to do that. Um, I want to get into a, a podcast I just did. I was just featured on my guy, Kobe, um, cousin Kobe, rather. I know him as Kobe, but cousin Kobe, a podcast, a uh, free game. The podcast is on Apple podcast right now. You can go listen to it. Um, he actually got a bunch of um, podcasts he's doing. He's kind of, you know, he back, he back, he back, back. Like he said, he back, back. Um, kind of had a bit of a rough patch with some things he's been dealing with internally, life issues. Anybody that know him know his story. He was on my podcast last year. Very, very dope individual. But before I get into that, I want to talk about last my last few episodes. So um, my last thing in a lot I did, I got some of the most amazing feedback from that from that episode, man. Um, even no feedback from certain people was also telling. Like that was even dope. Like not in the say not in the sense of saying like, oh you should have you should give me feedback. You should give me feedback. No, I understood some people's lack of you know, feedback or no feedback, just understanding what we all going through and what um, what something that I say mean to them, right? And one of the, not to call anybody out, but one of the dopest uh, kind of feedback I got was from a guy named Wayman. I posted on my story. Anybody know my podcast, um, no, Wayman was on a podcast one time. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite episodes too, by the way. That's like a gem to me. I, I could watch the episode and I learned so much about Augusta. I always try to like make sure I learn through people, and I try to do that with the podcast as well. So I'll put people on a podcast that normally you just walk past or walk by, or you probably wouldn't know they mean so much or they know so much about Augusta, and they get on this camera and they get on a microphone and they just start spilling out like knowledge just through their history. They give you history through their history, and like I just love it. But he hit me up, man. He's working me, dope individual. One of my, one of my, I would say a mentor to me, like. What I do in real life right now, as far as like managing and, and, and the level I'm at at managing, um, I don't think I'll be where I'm at without somebody like Mr. Wayman. Um, he just taught me like a lot of like a lot of like hidden jewels type things. Like he would just say certain things or 
you know, I'm out there doing some kind of work and he'll take it from like, hey, you don't do this. You do X, Y, Z. And make sure that person know. Make sure that person know. You know, like just just this free game, honestly, just giving me game and and I, I I definitely appreciate him to the fullest. I don't know if you know that, but he means so much to me. So shout out to you, Mr. Wayman. But he hit me up and he was he gave me some dope. It was funny, but it was like some dope information. Just pretty much like, you know, everybody go through it. Nobody, nobody got to figure it out, you know, and it's okay to feel that way. Um, and pretty much told me like I'm here, like I'm here. But he also gave me some music to listen to because like everybody know I like to listen to music. So when I have a bad day, I throw in Anita Baker. That just to me that kills everything. Like and he know that I don't know if you remember that, but he know that like I play Anita Baker and that's I'm either I'm either in a bad mood or I want to get in a good mood or something like that. But I play Anita Baker just to you know just to get through things. And um, he hit me up and he told me you know listen to this song and listen to the lyrics and they say this and they say that. So I thought that was dope because like. This is somebody that who he don't have no social media to my knowledge, to my knowledge now, but he chose to go, he subscribed to something, but he chose to watch my YouTube video that I didn't send to him. You know, I didn't send it to him. He just, he texted me out the blue. I hadn't spoken to him in like a month or two. He just called me, just texted me and said, hey man, just caught you thinking out loud and da 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 and you know, gave me the feedback and it's like, that's what, that's the moment you do this for. Like, I didn't send it to him. I didn't tell him go go look at it, you know, I didn't text it to him, he just did it on the strength of his own, like, oh, they can allow me to listen to it, and, you know, boom, and that's another thing when I always often go into, this is something I'm really big on right now, I'm pushing heavy, is numbers, we get so caught up in numbers that numbers won't show you that, like, numbers won't show you that, I would never have guessed that um, this man um, that I look up to is, 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 you know, watching my content, or, you know, even keeping up with me in that, in that way, and, or, that I could have had an impact on him or even knowing he had an impact on me, that he's still watching and, you know, doing things like that of that nature. So that was dope because he could have watched it and just said, damn, I'm glad, I'm, I'm mad he's feeling like that, you know, and just went about his day. But he chose to reach out to me, chose to let me know, hey, I'm listening to your episode. I feel this way about it. You should feel this way about it. Do this in case. If you need me, I'm here. And that's dope, man. So um, that's just a testament to how I treat people and just me, um, I don't know, just working hard. I hope that's a testament to that. He could just like me. I'm a good guy. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Mr. Women for that. Also, my last episode, which I felt was super dope, by the way. I just felt it in the room, man. It's out right now on YouTube. Um, it's the um financial uh what I call it? Financial coach or something like that. But it's Lacey Lacey Doe, man. Um dope, dope, dope person. Been following her for about three years now, since probably 2019. She done made major, major headway um, in her business, which is just financial literacy. Um, I came in, I had questions, I had notes, and, and she pretty much pushed me to the side, like, I don't need them. Like, let's talk. Let's talk. And I had to commend that because some people say they they about their business, but they need to know the definition of this. You know this. She, te- she talked all that talk with no notes, just off the dome, straight knowledge, because she know it. And I always say that part because that part is important to me because that tells me that she really, really knows what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? And I think the episode was dope and it can help everybody, especially with tax time coming up and just people want to get their money right and 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 just just to be financial, um, financial literate. You know, a lot of people don't know what certain things is, what certain thing means, um, why their credit score matters, um, um, the three the three uh, credit bureaus and things of that nature. Though we know a little bit, but we don't know that much. And for her to come on the podcast, give that game, um, be such a great speaker, tell her story, which I always wanted to get out. That first 20 minutes to me is so crucial because it brings you into who she is, first of all, 
and then let's get into what you do. And that's always my goal with, with, with more than masters. Like as much as I want to promote people's businesses, promote what people got going on, promote people's um, just anything they got going on as far as inspirations or um, life adventures or ventures. I want to promote their character more than anything. Like the character is super important to me. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that when people buy into your character or buy into who you are, your personality, that's when they start to buy into the things you're doing, the things you're selling, the things you are promoting. I feel like you don't get that unless they promote they 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 bought into you. I feel like it's a new day and age. But before we could buy into something and then we find out who the person is. But now it's like we live in a day and age where we gotta buy into the person first and then we go into what they got to offer us or promote to us, you know. So shout out to her. She did a great, great job. Man, I felt it in the room. Like I honestly felt it so bad, so good that I went ahead and just edited it right when she left. So like I did we did it Saturday. And honestly, I think it came out Saturday. I put a little clip out Sunday, but I made like six, eight clips on Saturday, all sent to my phone, already dropped my Instagram, my story. I've been super, um, super mm, consistent this week with posting it to Instagram, which I sometimes neglect, posting it to my story. I made some reels. They got some high views, so shout out to everybody for supporting the reels. Um, shout out to Ken Macon, who does uh, Making a Difference podcast. Go check that out. Definitely, I'm always supporting people, but he hit me up, and he was like, yo, man, make sure you, you know, work on your title. And so I'm definitely going to look into that, working on titles, whether I got to make them longer or what, but just to kind of engage audience. I, I've been lazy with it. I try to just put the shortest title, but sometimes a longer title might engage you. We have people on social media who like to read. So, you know, I'm just trying everything, man. I always appreciate all my supporters, like whether it's a fellow podcaster, somebody who's in, who's in this kind of field where we're creating or somebody who's not. Like I want to I want support and I want to support everybody. So shout out to y'all. Um, before I get into what I really want to get into, I want to shout out to more people real quick. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm being long-winded. Hope I'm not killing nobody, Bob. But I want to give a shout-out to Brother Trav. He hit me up uh, yesterday, and he sent me two ep- sent me one episode, but he said he got two episodes out. Um, he got Hidden Gems. I want to get the title right because I listened to um, one of the episodes this morning. And before I give you the title, I want to say, first of all, it was a dope episode, right? And I, I'm thinking it's him alone, but it was him and his wife. And they went ahead and they reviewed some tracks off the Queen and Slim soundtrack which i love the queen and slim movie i got a queen and slim story too should i say that on this podcast probably not but uh it's the it's the track list of queen and slim they talk about some songs they played a few of them and they kind of went over some lyrics and talked about it in depth and i, I had to drive the eight and eight morning to work and i drove listen to it his work to, to work this morning it kept me up and it was really intriguing i wasn't sure what to expect because he didn't give me no rundown of what the podcast was what it was going to be about none of that stuff he didn't get none of that but i went and listened to it and i thought it was dope so shout out to him um, the podcast is called Hidden Hidden Gems Focus Sessions. So F O C U S Focus Sessions, and F O C U S actually means something. I wish I would wrote it down, but I I didn't, and I, I'm I've done so much today. I've been up since four in the morning, and it's nine fifty one right now. And I'm recording, so and I got work tomorrow, so I'm just trying to get through this. And shout out to um uh Kid Justice as well. He sent me a song on email um yesterday and that was dope as well. Listened to it twice this morning and one way home from work. Um so shout out to him and his mans. They they did a great job on that track and I'll hit you up later and tell you the same thing. Um so I'm gonna get into I'm gonna get into it real quick. So shout out to Kobe. Uh, I was on this podcast uh Free Game the podcast. That's the title Free Game the podcast. And um I think it's titled Main the Master. Uh, he did put my name wrong on 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 the thing. He put Jermaine, and my name is Jermaine, but I wasn't tripping. Um, shout out to Kobe, that's my man's. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's a few things that um 
that I've sent sent some sent the podcast out, and I'm you know I guess in talking sometimes you can either skip over questions or not fully answer questions. So it's a few things I had people send me back that they want more clarification on. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into that. In, in, a, in a means to promote the podcast So I would love for y'all to watch this And go listen to the podcast On my YouTube channel I would definitely put that podcast link In the description and the comments So you can go to listen to it on his page But um, yeah, let's get straight into it, man So I'm going to do this one first Alright, so It says I have plenty of questions <laughs> Okay Alright, uh, this is a lot Okay, uh, it says Have you ever talked about why you decided to podcast? I did talk about that but for the most part, it was something I've seen that was being done on a high level where you didn't need um, a high level of education. I felt like it was something that could be done where you just buying your own equipment and it could be done at a, uh, at, a, at a great level. So I did it that way. I will expound on it more in other podcasts. I'll send this person that particular podcast. But that was where it came down to. I was in, I was in, I was listening to a few podcasts at the time. Joe Button and Tax Stone. Very heavy influences. I felt like they were regular guys just like me talking about things. And at the time where I was at, um, people would talk to me, even now to this day. And sometimes I might ask four or five questions, but I might get a whole story out of them just off them four or five questions. I felt like people started to open up to me because I listened and I listened. I talked, but listened. You know what I'm saying? So people, they talk to you just to respond, but I actually listened and I kind of asked probing and engaging questions. And, um, I used, like, I used to like the conversation I had with people. So that's kind of how I started that, man. It was no real major great story and all like that. It says, um, did you start podcasting with Augusta on on your mind? Um, or was it just an idea? You had a podcast at first and then you found your niche after. So I I I had a I had been doing media for a while anyway. Just little stuff here, like videos here, um, little two, three minute videos there, just kind of always putting people on the forefront. So I did I did do it with wanting to branch where I'm from, blending it with Augusta on my mind. So I wouldn't say it was just solely for Augusta, but as I did it, I, I quickly found that it was a lot of platforms out, but I just felt like I had a different lane I wanted to do it. I wanted to focus solely on the artist or solely on the creator or solely on the businesswoman, businessman, and and you know, I wanted to focus on that. And I wanted to show people that Augusta was more than just a golf tournament every year because, like I said, I had no idea that this golf tournament was that big. I had been to have maybe four, five, six years at this time, maybe ten at this time. And, like I said, the golf tournament meant nothing to me. And I wanted people to see that same thing. Like, it's more than more to Augusta than that. And that's why I'm used to painting these pictures of people from Augusta. So that's kind of how that happened. Um, but, yes, that was my niche. Um what influenced your decision to stay in Augusta once you were an adult versus moving back to Brooklyn? Say you had actually gone back to Brooklyn. Where do you think you'd be? Do you think Augusta has shaped you to be who you are in a way that Brooklyn might not have? So that's that's a deep question. That's a dope question, right? Um, so my answer to that would be... Uh, ooh. So as an adult, I didn't move back to Brooklyn mainly because, of course, at the time I was in a relationship with somebody. Um, that wasn't the sole reason, though, but I was with somebody. Um, I also had my little brother who was playing ball, and me and my brother got a tight bond. Anybody know me and my brother we got a tight bond? Um, and like I said, I, I looked at myself as since I was seven years old, and I'm not saying this to make myself seem like I was just better than I was, but since I was seven years old, I was always told you the man of the house was like, 
that was my family. So where I'm going, like my family's here. I'm, I'm a very family oriented person. It's um just me, my mom, my brother, my sister. I got cousins and stuff that I look at as in, like as tight knit family as well. But like that's just us in the household. That was all I knew. Like it was nothing else but that. I would I would, I can't imagine having left them because I'm 18 because I want to run back to Brooklyn. At the same in the same breath, um the question was asked was. That I think Augusta shaped me in a way that Brooklyn could not, might not have. And I love the way Brooklyn shaped and molded me. I don't agree with, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with everything I did, all the choices I made, but it was made and, and things happened and things is done now. So I think Brooklyn shaped me in a way that it needed to shape me for, to get me prepared for everything I had to do in life. But Augusta um, definitely shaped and molded me to like, I don't know, be more gentle, be more understanding. Um, I, I grew up I grew up fast, but I think I matured a little bit more down here as far as understanding that everything don't gotta be phys- handled physically. Um, you don't have to always put your hands on people. You know what I'm saying? Not that I always did that anyway, but that's the culture up there. It's just aggressiveness. I can say hi to somebody. Like it's okay to have hospitality. It's okay to be nice. And that got me further. Like just being mean. I, he asked me in the pocket like about smiling, and I was dead serious. I know people. I think I'm trying to dodge a question, but I was super serious like I never smiled because it wasn't nothing to smile about when I was young like to me you know what I'm saying never had nothing to smile about always felt like I had to be on a standstill or the forefront because I'm protecting three other people my mom my brother my sister um so that was always my my thing with with that and I saw I I saw a smile when I realized life was life was beautiful you know what I'm saying that's just a real thing and Augusta showed me that Augusta showed me beauty um it's beauty in New York it's beauty in Brooklyn I love Brooklyn to death I never ever you know um try to step on that but at the end of the day I learned so much about myself here um as a grown-up that I probably wouldn't have learned in Brooklyn I probably would have just been you know a product of my environment I could have been stuck in my ways I was very smart I was I was ahead of my class in school I was I was I was very smart person like I was I was what I was here but the distractions and everything around surrounding me and stuff like that could have definitely took a toll on me. So I definitely think coming down here made me have a nice reset, reset, refresh, restart, whatever. And um, just look at life a little different. I looked at life, I was more appreciative. You know what I'm saying? Like I came from this, I'm here now living in the house, living in this, just, just seeing different things, man. Augusta definitely shaped me and it showed me different than Brooklyn could ever show me in Brooklyn. Like you, you stay you stay where you at all day. Like I, my block is my block. So I might've had a nice seven, six block radius this way, that way and front to back that I just frequented and I felt so safe and comfortable. But to me, that's all I needed. Pizza shop, Chinese food, uh, Puerto Rican food, Jamaican food. Like I never wanted to go to Queens. Never had to go to Manhattan for nothing. Like sneaker store, everything was there. So like you, you can get so caught up in that, in that, even though it's a big city, it's a big city. You can get caught up in that mind frame of it's just like, I'm here. I'm Brooklyn now. I don't want to go nowhere else. So then that was my mindset. I love my neighborhood to death. That's all I cared about. And that could that could have that could have got me killed. That could have killed me. That could have killed my dreams. It could have shortened my lifespan. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my friends also at that at that age, but I could have came back and, and and lived up north. A lot of my friends at that point was like in jail. Not, none of them, them have really died at the time, but over time, like a lot of them are deceased now. Or they did six, eight years in jail and they, you know, working whatever they doing. So, but shout out to them for, you know, getting that together. Um, you talked about how you were influenced by the Breakfast Club and Joe Button. 
Lots of people in Augusta will say that they are influenced by you. Do you do you take certain care or certain precautions you take or standards you set for your content because the influence you have? I definitely hold myself to a high standard, and I definitely see that I make a I'm, I've made an impact um, on the the creative side and just the media um, side of things in Augusta. So. Definitely, I, I I take in consideration that I don't just have anybody on the podcast because I don't built a, a core audience now to whereas people watch my podcast for a minute. I would read um, Lacey's um, message right now, but I don't want to get too caught off guard. I'm trying to go over 30 minutes, but she sent messages pretty much saying like, yo, my pop said he listens to your podcast all the time, like two, a year ago, two years ago, but he just fell off track. So it's just like irony that she was on a podcast. He watched it because she sent it to him. He's like, yo, I used to watch this dude podcast, da, 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 listen to it, whatever. And that was dope. So, like, people look at me and they look at the podcast, the brand, as something that represents Augusta. So I have to really, really be careful who I choose to come on and paint that picture as if they represent Augusta. That's all it is. So I definitely do take, uh, I got standards and I definitely do take precaution of who I have on because I got to make sure that I'm, I'm also responsible right now for showing the city in a certain light so i gotta make sure I, whoever i have who i have on it makes sense and they they put it on for the city in a certain light that i'm okay with so this is my baby you know what i'm saying um go over your top three list again do you have your top three versus your top three interviews that got the biggest reach Ooh, that'd be a that'd be a different thing i allow but i definitely want to get into that that top three was so off guard that my top three could change day by day because I just mentioned Wayman. That's a top podcast for me. Wayman episode is a top podcast for me. Top. Um, the Bianca um, is a top podcast for me. Both Biancas, Bianca Garnett and um, the, the Lawyer. So ooh, Tyrus Tim was still a top one for me. So yeah, it's different. It's different. It's definitely levels to it. So I would have to go through my catalog and see. But honestly, I like I like that my top three can change. That just told me I got. It just shows me I got range. And I'm not saying that I like this, I like this, I like that, just to say people names and just to you know put it out there. I really don't know what my top three is because my uncle Carl is also a top three. His son Messiah is a top three for me. I did two with him, and I told my cousin Messiah he's near and dear to me. We talked about his life about two hours, and he had a rough life. He didn't have it. It was a rough life. That's all audio though. So. I, I would have to break it down in error, which is the all audio error and the video error, error because people don't know this, and I can get too much into this, but these podcasts, to me, I say error because I have to treat them differently. The media side of it, like, so I'm doing the video, the lights, the camera, the action, that's a whole different feel than me just sitting, vibing for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and saying, let's record, and there's no cameras in here, so you just feel free. Versus you being on camera, and you got to kind of be in character, make sure your hair is right, make sure your face is right, make sure you're making the right facial expressions and things of that nature. So you get different forms of people when them lights and cameras actions on too. So that's something that I didn't say in there. Uh, okay, so new one. It says, I got 12 minutes left. This is, interest, this is interesting and nice to know these things about you. I like the questions I'm hearing now. Those four pieces of advice were interesting, but I think you had clips on that of some sort before. So how do you want to be like your dad, but not be like your dad? So I know that was a deep one. Like I said, I, I, when he asked me the question originally, I thought he meant like when I was younger, who I would have said I wanted to be like. So I said my dad. And then he asked me, 
I don't want to end up like, and I said my dad. Because I'm thinking, I'm answering a question from two different standstills. A question from me having the, know, the wherewithal to know things and knowing what I know. And then the kid like me of what I want to be when I get older. Because he said when I grow up. So it kind of threw me off. And when I when, when I was younger, um, my like my, I love my dad to death. My thoughts of my dad when I was younger versus now are definitely different. I still love him the same, but my thoughts are different, mainly because I'm a dad probably. It could be that. Um, it could just be um, things that, that that transpire. And sometimes when you don't think about certain things, you don't know things affect you. So me getting older and starting thinking about certain things, it started to affect me and it started to, you know, and then things happen. People, life happens, you know what I'm saying? So, but shout out to him. Um, when I say I want to end up like my dad, I'm just, you know, I'd I be fearful of ending up. And I could end up like him because we so much alike. But I'd be so fearful of ending up, um, not necessarily alone, but I'm fearful of, Hitting a, hitting a point in life where I want to get so many things done. And I feel like my dad has so many, he has so many goals, so many um great ideas that he used to talk about. And I felt like he didn't hit none of them, like like zero. Just even, just the small things, moving here, getting this, getting his own apartment. He did it later on in life, but not when he wanted to do it, not when it would have benefited the things that we had, the, the conversation that we had. I felt like we had a, I thought we had a great relationship when I was really, really young. And, um, yeah, so when I say that, I just want to, I don't want to have that. I don't want to have, I like I like the bond I have with my kids now. I don't want that to ever loosen at all. Like, on, on, on under no circumstance, I want to just get stronger. So I, I can mean that when I'm saying, like, my dad. Um, and just really, like, right now, I feel like he just, uh, in a lost place in life, Just he just kind of just here. But not not really moving like a treadmill type thing. And I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want to have my life to have purpose. I want to be have a purposeful life. I'm not saying his life don't have purpose. Don't have purpose. But me and him talked in the past and just the, the conversation we had. I don't want to have them conversation or them thoughts. And at the end of the day, like I said, my dad went through a traumatic experience um, for a little while, and that also plays a role and a factor, and and it plays a big part of my life. Him, that then my dad, like my dad played a big part in me coming down here so and I ain't gonna get into all that but like yeah so that's what I mean by that but shout out to my dad man shout out to my pops um I ain't gonna go too much longer I want to say this man shout out to everybody to support the podcast please please go listen to the podcast on um Apple Music free game the podcast um my episode go check it out it's in the comments here this is the shirt he um he made the black on black real entrepreneur stepper hold on let me, let me move the microphone it got something in the back too. It says signal the average, and that's his old brand. I don't know if he's still pushing that, but we still pushing that definitely. Signal the average. More than Masters Podcast, your host main of course. Um, go check the episode out. Another thinking out loud. Hopefully y'all love this. And man, thank y'all. I can't thank y'all enough, man. Shout out to y'all.